0: Hey, it's Anthony with How to Get into Drama School. I'm here on the Juilliard campus, actually traveling for work right now, and met my friend May Stone. She's a flutist currently at Juilliard. She's in her third year undergraduate. She's getting her BFA, and we met on the stairs in the lobby at the Juilliard School and talked about how to get into world-class training programs. Obviously, she's not an actor. She is studying the flute, but we know there's a lot of parallels between different artistic disciplines and we totally uh got into her preparation for auditions her audition itself um, how she's uh really thinking about her future um she even auditioned for different types of schools university programs conservatory programs so we dive into that enjoy and uh, make sure to leave a comment and subscribe we are bringing you the best in how to get in to drama school enjoy where are you from in Texas?
1: I'm from Waco, Texas, which is about an hour and a half from Dallas.
0: Wow. And you went to high school... Have you grown up in Waco?
1: No, actually, <laughs> I came from Oklahoma. So, oh. so I moved to... It's, it's a funny story, but I, I moved to Texas in the middle of high school, but I was already attending the Interlochen Arts Academy in Michigan. So I never actually made friends in Waco. <laughs> so whenever I so There was only out, three
0: friends to make in yeah, Waco. Yeah, pretty much, it's, it's pretty much.
1: And I never met any of them, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you actually were in Oklahoma, and then you um, went to Interlochen, mm-hmm. um, and then what, your family moved to Waco? Yes. Is that what I, Oh, yeah. okay, cool. That's cool. Well, you're still a Texan. We'll still <laughs> yes. welcome you.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Oh, so let's talk about this. Uh, Your experience, uh, where are we right now, and what are you studying?
1: So currently, I am at Juilliard, and I'm in my third year undergrad, so I have one more year to go before I finish my music degree.
0: Very cool. What is the degree?
1: I play flute, so I'm majoring in flute performance.
0: In Bachelor of Fine Arts? Yes. Okay, awesome. How are you liking it?
1: I like it. I like it. This is a challenging place. I mean, yeah, you're in your Uh, third year, so that's a very complicated question. I've I've definitely heard that Masters is much less rigorous than undergrad, (laughs) for musicians at least. And um, it's been a very stressful, very tiring few years, but it has been full of so much learning, so much growth, so much introspection. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) oh my god. That
0: is the word. Even (laughs) for actors in their undergrad here, like third year. Yeah, Um, so we won't go too much into the college training, because what we want to focus on is who you were before you were May, the Juilliard student, (laughs) like, um, what were some of the thoughts going through your head, so there's a couple of things I want to know, like, I want a little bit of your background, Mm -hmm. your story, Mm -hmm. you know, how did you get into music, what was your sort of family life like around that topic of music, Mm -hmm. supportive, challenging, yada yada, and then what was your, like, day to day, like. What was your high school like at Interlochen relating to music and your own personal growing up? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so my uh, my father's a band director, and my sisters, I have two sisters, and they're both musicians. So I'm very lucky that I had a, a very musically supportive family. Um, and, and my father is who encouraged me to go to Interlochen for high school. Um, so Interlochen is a fine arts boarding school with several different arts majors so i was majoring in music there but i was also getting uh, a normal high school education on top of that and while i was there i was i was kind of growing my love for music i obviously didn't really have an idea of what my career would be like as a 13 year old but but wow eventually, 13 <laughs> yeah i went pretty young wow
0: it
1: was it was a good time i um as I, as I got to my junior and senior years and became more serious about college and the idea of pursuing music as a career, um, I spent much more time practicing um, and juggling rehearsals and performances with normal high school classes and stuff like that. Um,
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. Like When you say you really got used to how to uh, juggle the amount of rehearsals with regular high school life, um, would you say that you just over the years worked harder on your craft as you led up to your auditions and stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what is, is like
0: a senior...
1: Right, like, well, you know, as a, as a high schooler, you don't really want to lock yourself in a practice room for hours, but I kind of had to do that. Um, and I it Sacrifices. Was, right, exactly. It was definitely easier at an art school because that was a more supportive environment for it. If I had been at public school the whole time, it... And and the one year that I was in public high school, it was very difficult juggling that on top of other obligations because most people don't really expect you to do that, and they, they won't give you the time of day to practice so much. So that that was both in normal high school and and, and arts high school. That was that was something to juggle in different ways. Yeah, I
0: have a question about. Uh your relationship to other musicians in high school. Now, I know you went to Interlochen for the most part, and you spent one year at a public high school, but, like, let's talk about Interlochen. Um, obviously, not everybody who studied flute at Interlochen or music got into Juilliard or even any of the top music schools. How did you uh, separate yourself, you know? Like, obviously... Um, there's people who you recognize as people who push you and then there's people who you recognize that maybe uh, are, aren't so maybe going to study it in college mm-hmm. how did you separate yourself knowing that you really did want to study like mm-hmm. what were some of the disciplines you had that might have stood out that were different
1: i think well, the biggest thing
0: or that, are you just raw talented and oh, you know you're a genius sure, right okay yeah. i don't know if, i think i
1: think that what really helped me was, one, having a great relationship with my flute teacher, because she's the one who really pushed me and helped me get to the next level. But then also surrounding myself with people who loved music as much as I did, because that inspired me. Even if they weren't ultimately planning on majoring in it or pursuing it as a career, I think just having that energy and that appreciation continued to keep me motivated and inspired.
0: Yeah, definitely. So how many folks graduated with you? Like like your core group In my
1: of- class? 80 or 90, I think, were in my class. Maybe over 90, but uh, four of us went to Juilliard that year. Wow! (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Were you excited about all four of those? Or yeah, four, yeah, I,
1: I knew all of them. Uh, I played with most of them. So And they were actually all four in my year were musicians. Um, so it was really exciting. They're still here. We play together a nice. lot. Nice. So That's fun. fun. Yeah.
0: I had one of my high school classmates.
1: That's exciting. Uh,
0: he got in the year after me. Wow. He was one year yeah. ahead of me, so yeah. that was super cool. I
1: have one Oklahoma friend here who I went to an arts camp with over the summer, and he goes here now. It's so exciting to see him.
0: Um, all right, so him. let's talk a little bit more about this. Um, we kind of got a picture of like who you are in the day-to-day life in high school, um, and like let's talk about your piece. So tell us about what the uh, schools, the music schools, require for a musician to audition.
1: So for musicians, I believe it's a little different from drama in that, at least for flute, we are required to play several pieces that are already pre-chosen, as well as several orchestral excerpts, which are segments from major orchestral works. Uh, usually flute solos within these big pieces. So, so we have these predetermined pieces as well as one or two contrasting pieces that we can choose. Wow. So wh- the way I went about picking the pieces that worked best for me was talking with my teacher, figuring out the pieces that I like the best because it's pretty obvious when you don't like a piece of music and you play it, it shows. So so, so something important... Same with the, drama. Right, exactly. Picking something that you love because uh, you want your love and your enthusiasm to show in the piece. Um, and kind of working with what I was best at. I think in high school I was pretty bad at playing slow music. So, <laughs> so I was picking all the flashy, fast things to show my technique and Great. You know, my agility or whatever.
0: Yeah love it no you you understood your strengths right and you, capitalizing on those of definitely. course yeah that's great mm-hmm. um I did the same thing we, mm-hmm. we all do mm-hmm. um and you you go to trainings programs to learn how to get better at your weaknesses exactly, you know yeah. right so but you want to put your best foot forward that's a good lesson mm-hmm. um so that's kind of a little bit how you chose your pieces um I guess now what I really want to dive into is as a musician and as a, even maybe interlocking your, your own personal style of working on your pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you have a piece in front of you, you haven't played it or anything or, you know, you maybe you're familiar with it, but now it's time to actually make it your own and, and get ready to audition with it. Mm-hmm. What does somebody like you actually do from the, from the first mm-hmm. and then all the way to the audition?
1: Well, for for musicians, if it's a piece that has recordings that other people have played of the piece, and it obviously helps to listen to that to get an idea of what it should sound like, but you have to take all of that with a grain of salt. You know, you don't want it. To, you don't want your interpretation to sound exactly like somebody else's. So it helps to have it in your ear, but I also, after that, I kind of try not to listen to as many recordings so I can build my own interpretation, and then from there, you know, it's. It's about, for me, it's about learning how to physically play the piece first, and then I start adding in dynamics and adding in uh, different elements of my own preference. So yeah. just slowing down here and there, or you know, adding a, a trill if I want to, or stuff like that. So, so, so definitely the base is first, just getting it to a level where I can actually play it, and then adding my personality on top of that. I think it's what
0: awesome. I do. Yeah. That's really interesting. What does, uh, I mean, you know, for someone who's not listening to music, we may not even know the difference between your interpretation and the other student who got in, Um, of course, but um, do you feel like you departed or you really stood out with your interpretation? Do you feel like you were, like, um, bringing your whole self to it? I mean, how do you fully realize something
1: i think I, I definitely tried to take each college audition that i took with as much enthusiasm as possible because by the time i auditioned at juilliard it was my last school i was tired me too. i didn't want to audition at that point <laughs> yeah i wanted to go home but uh i still i tried to just put as much energy as i could and i think what got me in to, into the schools that i got into is that i I, I wasn't perfect, you know, and I, and I definitely had a lot to learn, but, uh, but I think the teachers saw my desire to improve and the, the energy that I brought to each piece, and I think that's what really counts in an in, in audition for an educational institution. Itself. Right. They want to hear your willingness to learn and improve.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember that too. It was like, you put everything you've got, and then they kind of can sense, you know, he's got stuff to learn or she's got stuff to learn but
1: But this is
0: a coachable person Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is a person who is ready Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think that that's what you're saying and that's the way i was too um so i wrote down a couple questions here Mm -hmm. um in your actual audition let's talk about that so walk us through really quickly what goes on in the audition
1: so at least for flute because there are so many of us um, they have it split into different days. I think for me it was two days. I was on the second day um, and there were maybe 30, 40 people that day who auditioned, maybe less, I'm bad at estimating people, uh, but we all had our own time slots um, and then we walked in, we played for the flute faculty, we went through all our rap, they asked us a few questions at the end and then I left. Uh, waited a little while, and then they eventually told us who had advanced to the, quote, final round. Um, and then, so so it was the same process after that. Uh, you play, they ask you a few more questions. Um, and they're just really trying to get to know you as a person and as a player. Uh, by then, I was really tired, but that's how it went. <laughs>
0: Did they ask you to make any adjustments? or did. Yeah, do you did. do adjustments to your piece? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, But sometimes they'll be like, if you play a, a short excerpt, they'll be like, can you play this faster? Or can you play this more passionately? Or something wow. like that. And, and usually you don't really know what they're thinking. Like, <laughs> I felt like, oh my God, did I not play it fast enough? But I think they just want to know that you're flexible and you can change interpretations really quickly.
0: Interesting. And have you found that? I agree. Uh, we get adjustments too, and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily because you didn't do something it's just that they want to see how uh flexible you are you know Um, as a musician i'm sure you have i'm sorry are they conductors or (laughs) directors yeah they probably want to make adjustments to their piece you have to be be, yeah
1: you have to be able to change
0: so that's a huge deal um okay cool so we we talked about some of those things now when you were in your audition. In your own instinct, in your inner knowing, like, what do you think really helped you stand out? I know you mentioned your (laughs) enthusiasm. You know, anything else that you felt like was a big factor about... Or maybe, like, at Juilliard, something that stood out, as opposed to another school you got, you know, into, like... What do you think? Some factors.
1: I think a big factor was, honestly, that I was not scared at that point because I had auditioned for so many schools I was (laughs) just ready to be done so maybe that came through maybe a little too much but uh but I think just you have to feel comfortable in what you're doing and by that time I had played my pieces trillions of times and I I could I could them in my sleep and so so i think getting to that point where i was so comfortable with what i was doing and so that made it easier for me to make adjustments if, if required or adjust to the acoustics of the room i i was so i i just knew exactly what i had to do with each piece that it made it easier to be more accommodating to my surroundings and to the people who were listening
0: yeah so let me ask you um let's say you didn't get into juilliard
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: mm-hmm. you said you got into a couple other schools mm-hmm. um And you applied to what? How many schools?
1: I applied to eight schools. Eight schools.
0: And were they all music schools? They
1: were all, um, they all had very strong music programs uh, because I wanted to major in music, but uh, about half of them were universities and the other half were conservatories.
0: Okay. I want to ask you about that in one Mm -hmm. second, but before I do, let's go back to the, if you didn't get into Juilliard, (laughs) and you, you got into a couple other schools, would you have been happy? If you went to a different school absolutely
1: absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, it's each school is really just what you make of it, and a lot of people say the most important part is the teacher or the students in your studio or even the location um, and 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 this isn't the perfect place for everybody, obviously you know and and it really is just what you make of each school if I had gone to to a different school i would have taken advantage of the resources that i have there and maybe the city i was in and i would have been equally happy and probably would be learning in a different way and i would probably be a different musician but i think i would be very happy with where i was at
0: cool yeah i mean because what how many students get accepted to juilliard do you know how many oh, flute, know. <laughs> flute students i don't
1: know in my year i think I think four or five got in. There's, for woodwinds, um, there can only be 12 maximum every year. So, okay. depending on who graduates and stuff. I yeah.
0: see, I see. It's a little bit different than drama. But, yeah, you're saying yeah, whoever right. graduates, that creates a certain amount of space yes, exactly. in the 12 woodwinds.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's incredible. Do you know how many apply? Flutes? A lot. <laughs> a, I'm sure. A lot? A capital L? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're obviously... 0. Kinda, yeah, I don't, I don't know percent.
1: how I got it, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> no, um, you're obviously very talented, very skilled, and you got accepted to multiple programs, as I did. Um, and that's really cool. But, yeah, I think a, a question is sometimes we apply to schools... Just because we think it's the right school to apply Mm -hmm. to or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you really wouldn't even be happy if you went there. Mm -hmm. So it's important that whatever schools you do apply to, you'd be happy Mm -hmm. going to. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's good to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, back to your uh, university and conservatory. You applied to both universities Mm -hmm. and conservatories. And if you applied to the universities, would you still be getting your BFA in flute performance? It's the same program? I
1: think so, but, you know, same. I would have liked to, to double major or at least take courses in other majors. Um, and so, so I was having that struggle of do I want to go to a conservatory and just have specialized flute training and only have that as my option, or do I want to go to university, kind of weigh my options, uh, obviously, like, still keep doing music, but see if I can learn other skills. Um, so that was that. that was a big decision for me
0: that would have definitely shaped you Mm -hmm. you know differently Mm -hmm. so like when you talk about your other interests and stuff or maybe double majoring give us an example like what were you interested in potentially double majoring in
1: Mm -hmm. um i don't even remember at this point but i really really enjoyed creative writing i would have liked to do some more language studies um i'm half japanese so i wanted to kind of improve my my japanese skills and see if i could do some kind of cultural ambassador thing with that but there were there were a lot of options that i just wanted to explore if I had been at a university Um, and I'm still able to do those here and explore those options uh, but obviously like I can't do that as as intensely within a classroom setting at a conservatory
0: yeah so in your words what's the difference between like a conservatory what do you get Mm -hmm. that you don't get at a university and what do you get at a university that you really uh, miss at a conservatory what are the compromises of each and what are the benefits Mm -hmm. of each
1: Mm -hmm. the the biggest thing I had to give up in going to a conservatory was the um, the diversity that you get from a university from from students who are majoring in fields completely unrelated to the arts you get so many perspectives from that and so many learning opportunities um, and so and and <laughs> I kind of miss having a campus you know that would have been nice at a university but <laughs> well
0: yeah for those that don't know describe Juilliard real quick
1: Juilliard is uh, one big building uh, sandwiched between two avenues, um, <laughs> and we don't have a campus. New York City is our campus technically, but you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, not so, exactly like, you know, UCLA.
1: Right, exactly. So, so definitely I sacrificed the university environment. I didn't, I, I wish I could go to football games. It's not like I would pay attention probably, but you know, stuff the like that. The environment, yeah, right, absolutely. Because exactly. it's, it's a good environment. It's, it's a college environment. And that what about
0: Greek life? Do you miss out on sorority? Oh, <laughs> we don't oh, have sororities yeah. here.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, definitely, like, I'm not getting a normal college experience. And it's something I think I would have liked, but I'm happy that ev- e- even though I don't have that. Um, and if I had gone to a university, obviously, I wouldn't be <clears throat> surrounded by as specialized a level as I am at Juilliard with uh, actors, dancers, and musicians who are extremely focused on getting a career in the arts or at least just honing their skills to to a point that you could achieve at a university, and many, univers- many universities do, but I think here I'm really encouraged to just really, really, really become the best musician I can possibly be.
0: Yes, absolutely. Now, when, because you went to a conservatory as opposed to a, a university or whatever, how has your vision of your life after school changed? Like, Do you feel like your path is a little bit more what is different than maybe what it would have been elsewhere?
1: I think so. I think. What are
0: you focusing on now?
1: Right. After right. S-
0: like as an after school vision.
1: Mm-hmm. So as as a musician, the ultimate goal at a at a conservatory like Juilliard is to get. A job as a performing musician, ideally in an orchestra setting. And so, so now I'm kind of really getting ready for for job auditions. Um, Third year. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Great. Yeah, but you know, it's it's
0: a new new frontier.
1: Right. Kind of scary, but um, it's it's this is a school that really encourages that and prepares you for that because I think if I was elsewhere, it it would be an option, but I don't know. It's, it's just very specialized here. So I think in being here rather than a, a university, I'm much more confident that I will be able to hopefully find a job in music um, and succeed in it. That's that cool. Yeah.
0: Does being in New York help?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think 70% of my learning has come from everything outside of school yeah. just because New York is such a cultural hub. Um, and there's so much to do, so much to learn, so much to see, um, and so many different people that you can't meet either in a conservatory or a university. So uh, I think I, and, and I think that's helped me. I've gotten lots of gigs in the city um, and learned how to, to approach a lot of different styles of music because of all the performance opportunities here. That's cool.
0: And so you've gotten some real-world opportunities. I don't want to go too deep into this because <laughs> our focus is audition, but, like, you know you're in school you're training classical training right mm-hmm. and have you ever had to deal with anything in the while you're getting gigs where it, it doesn't vibe with your training and how have you oh, negotiated yeah. that
1: yeah um there are definitely gigs where people are like we want you to play only pop songs or or you know sometimes they want jazz or they want i don't know like i've never done it but some of my friends have done klezmer music and stuff like that so you have to be really Wait, flexible it's like, a, it's a Yiddish-Jewish music oh, okay. <laughs> um, to, to keep it really vague. Great, um, great. But, yeah, there. obviously not everybody wants classical music, and um, there are a lot of contemporary music opportunities out there, too, and and we have a few, a few of those opportunities within school, too. We're, we're, we're trained to be very flexible in as many genres of music as possible, but, like, the ultimate one is classical. So having these gigs outside of school and doing different genres of music within school has helped me become more flexible
0: that's great yeah that's awesome same with drama Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. at least in this program and i know in other programs too it's like you're meant to be able to authentically Mm -hmm. find your way into whatever character yes you know today's landscape in the arts is like more vast than Mm -hmm. anything more Mm -hmm. unique voices are out there Mm -hmm. so training uh, and finding a training program that really encourages you to stretch Mm -hmm. is a big deal um all right so this has been great we could talk for a lot longer (laughs)
1: um,
0: but i'm sure you have given so much good value um and and thank you for your perspective and your story um so your closing thoughts like for these students who are about to enter they're applying to schools they're looking at schools which one do i apply to (laughs) which one do i audition for how do i prepare for auditions you know try to net it out you know What's something they can remember by? What's something they can remember as they go on their preparation?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the number one thing is just to love what you do. Because if, if you don't, then you're not going to be happy, you know. And, yeah. and I think just approaching everything with as much positive energy and, uh, and open-mindedness is definitely going to show as you get through the audition process. Um, and if you can, you know, see if you can... Talk with some of the people at the schools you're thinking of, see what they think. Um but ultimately it's your own personal journey and your own personal happiness that's the most important and like let that radiate <laughs> through yes. through your art.
0: Very cool. Well thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Where are you headed now?
1: Um to a practice room probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, enjoy. Okay.